0: Welcome to the Success Life Live, the personal and practical show for those who are ready to build a life of success with your host, Eric G. Reed. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to Success Life Live. My name is Eric Reed and I am your host and your coach and I'm so glad you took time to stop in and join us here on Success Life Live. The podcast that's really designed to help elevate your thinking and guide you towards the life of success that you seek. So we gather here and we share some practical knowledge, some information, some tips, some tricks, some uh, little bit of humor and a little bit of wisdom along the way. And hopefully it will help you become who you desire to be in your life. Not just chasing that one day, someday kind of success thinking, but into each and every moment you live at a higher and more engaged, and more joyful level. So if you're ready for today's Success Life Live, then settle on in, pull out a notepad, pull out a pen and pencil, and let's begin to get our Success Life Live on. So today I want to talk to you about the power of of momentum, that idea of driving ourselves towards true results. You know, we're we're reaching that time of year, we're sort of wrapping up the end of the year and looking ahead towards next year. And we're beginning to think about goals and, and, and vision boards and mission statements and dream books and all of that stuff. And as we begin to pack away 2018 and begin to open up into 2019, it's common. I mean, it's almost a, a part of the ritual of champagne and New Year's is to set those goals, set those dreams, set those things into motion that we want to see occur this year. Maybe some of those are going to be carryovers from last year. Maybe some of them will be new. You know, what's interesting is, did you know that about 95% of the people who set New New Year's resolutions never follow through? Can you imagine? They go to all this anticipation, all this building, all this this growth. We see it at the gym. I mean, come on, please. Everybody rushes in and gets the discount membership on New Year's Day. And if they make it to the end of January and have had five visits, they're doing great. But I can guarantee that, you know, what is it, 65%, 70% of them never show up in February. And by March, 99% of them are gone. So why is that? I mean, what is the reason that we, we go to all this? hoopla about our goals and our resolutions and changing our lives and we never follow through. Well, the reason is that most people don't understand the process of how to produce lasting results. And they never take the first step right. And so if you're one of those people that's all gung-ho and ready to start your New Year's resolutions and, and, and plan for your future, then this podcast is for you today. And we're going to title it The Power of Momentum. Why? Because it's not only about getting started, it's about staying engaged. It's about going to the next place with your life. So number one, I, 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 yeah, this is one of those listy kind of podcasts. We're going to list off seven little steps that you can start to implement today. And then guess what you're going to do? You're going to begin to do them. And if you need help along the way, you know, you can always check in with me. So number one is get clear. Get clear you must first gain clarity about where you really are now. So often I will see people tell me where they want to go, what they want to accomplish, how they what, you know, like all the future talk. And yet they've never taken stock or inventory of where they're currently at, what they currently have available, where their resources, tools, techniques, strengths, and weaknesses are. And so in order to begin to move forward, you got to kind of know where you are. I mean, often you'll hear us talk about that GPS kind of analogy. Your GPS needs to know where you're at first before it can begin to tell you how best to get to where you want to go. So as you begin to plan that New Year's resolution, next year's goals, next year's dreams, take a minute and just sort of reflect on where you're at. What did you accomplish this year? What did you struggle with this year? Who's in your corner? Who's not in your corner? What resources do you have both financially and physically, emotionally, spiritually, sort of go through your life and do that inventory, that end of year accounting of self so that when you begin to set the goal to move forward, you actually have realistic understanding of your assets. And then number two is about getting certain. Once you know where you are, You need to create certainty about your capacity to take anything you can dream into reality. So often, somebody will tell me, well, I really would like to, or I hope to, or it would be great if. And they speak as if they've already calculated in somewhat of a failure factor. Like, if I only accomplish 70% of my goal, I'll be happy. Or, you know, as long as I talk about it and make an attempt, then there's no shame on me. There's no, oh, you failed kind of thing. No, 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 no. If you're going to set a goal, then be certain about it. Be clear about it. Believe with full heart and, and mind and body and spirit that that goal can come true. And what I mean is, let's say I, I, I hear, oh, I'd love to earn $100,000 in my business this year. I would love to Automatically tells me that you're not committed to making it happen. Roll that goal back, say, I, need, I will make $100,000 or I will make $70,000 this year. Set the certainty of go- the goal. The thing is, if you program your mind, even in the statement that the possibility might not really happen, You never begin to build the energy and the momentum and the drive and the push to making it happen because you've already said, well, it's not going to happen, so why give all that I've got into it? No, instead, even if you say, look, I'm going to make $20,000 in my business, and you believe with all certainty that you can't fail in achieving that, you'll drive harder to prove that right than some big audacious bold crazy dream that people tell you you should aim for if you don't believe in it you won't chase after it and so number three on that list is really about getting excited about your goals now that you're clear about where you where you've been and you have certainty about your ability to make your goals and dream real it's time to decide where you want to go it's that excitement of saying you know what I believe it. I feel it. I know it. I sense it. I can smell it. I can taste it. I can see it. I can talk about it. And I'm going to go after it. And when I get there, it's going to feel like. So often as a coach, when I'm talking with somebody about a goal or they tell me their vision for their business or their plan for their life or the transformation they want to create. And they can say, you know, I'm going to have this much in the bank account or this many clients or this big of a house or live in this country. And they start to name some things that are very external, which are great benchmarks and great position placements to aim towards, you know, the things that stick on the dream board, sort of speak. I'll often pull back and I'll say, so, so what will you feel like when you achieve that goal? What will you feel like as you're moving towards that goal? What will you know about yourself as you experience achievement of that goal? I want them to internalize that feeling, even if they have to close their eyes and envision it. It's like, okay, close your eyes. Just do it with me here for a minute. Caution if you're driving. Why do we always say that, by the way? But take a moment and just like, what will I feel like if I achieve this goal of, of losing 20 pounds, of gaining 10 more clients, of reaching a particular level in my multi-level marketing or network marketing organization or get named salesperson of the year or grow my business by a certain percentage or find the love of my life or heal my relationship with my spouse or my family or my children. Ask yourself, what will I feel like? And, you know, what's interesting is often people will open up and say, oh, I will feel excited. I'm like, okay, take a deep breath what will you feel like? And if I push them and ask them to really dig in, and if you do it here with me and ask yourself, no, what will I really feel like? And push that sensing, that knowledge, that inner eye, all the way down into your heart. And then hold yourself there for a minute. And breathe into that feeling. When you connect with that feeling, you will get excited about that goal. You'll get excited about that vision. You'll get excited about that dream or whatever it is that's going on. And that's the energy that you'll need to tap into. Because what happens in this chase for our goal, this hunt for our dream, this transformation, is there are moments you will wake up and you'll say, I don't feel like it. I really don't feel like another chicken and broccoli dinner or going to the gym or making those calls to unknown prospects or standing on that stage or writing that book or talking to that person or going on another date night. Something is going to change you halfway through and you're going to say, I just don't feel like it. Well, if you haven't tapped into that feeling prior to, of what it will take like to achieve that goal, you have no reference. So often when I'm in that moment of, oh, I just don't feel like doing this, yes, confession of a coach, I often don't feel like doing certain things as well. I mean, we're all human. We all get exhausted. We all have to fight the fight sometimes. And so when I hear myself going into that, I don't feel like it position. Then I go back and I close my eyes and I remember and I call up that feeling of what it's going to be like to achieve my goal, to hit that benchmark, to succeed at that thing. And you know what? Two feelings can't occupy the same space at the same time, at least in my world. So I get to choose the feeling, the feeling of not wanting or the feeling of achieving. And then I get excited again and I get recommitted and reconnected to my dream. Because what we know is feelings come and go. And you need to be able to manage and monitor your feelings and sometimes manipulate them. So take a moment and get excited about it. And then number four is get focused. Focus equals reality. Now that you're excited about your goals, it's time to determine the results you desire most and decide how you must achieve them. So often it always gets me in trouble at the coaching conventions. You know, those little places we all hang out at the Holiday Inn where everybody's talking about vision board, vision board, vision board, dream book, dream book, affirmation, affirmation. And there's all of this stuff going on, but nobody's talking about taking action, about staying committed, about being focused in, about the accountability and the strategy and the the process. And all of those other things are great, but you've got to get focused and you've got to get focused every single day, every single hour, every single minute, if that's what it takes. All the day timers and journals in the world aren't going to do you any good unless you write it out and get clear. What of my practices, I get up very early in the morning and I sort of write out my day timer and I, and I look at time blocks and I'm like, what do I want to have accomplished in this time block or by the end of that time block? Who do I need to connect to it during this time block or that time block? What kind of energy do I need to have during this hour versus that hour? How am I going to call up my energy? I just don't fill it up with call Bob at 4 o'clock and coach Sally at 3 o'clock and speak between 2 and 3. At the No, I, I know and I focus and I drive into what I want that experience to be during that time block. And by doing so, I'm gaining focus and clarity and vision into that moment so that I can appear into that space as my highest and best. And then here's what I do at the end of the day, and this is something we probably all need to do a little bit more of, as I go back through that time schedule, back through my day timer, and I'll say, okay, how did I do during this block? Plus, minus, one, two, three, four, five, whatever system you want to create. Did I succeed? Did I fail? Did I come in as a one or as a five? And I, and I reflect on why and how. Because if I'm not growing and challenging myself and I'm not seeing where I need to gap up or go down, I'm just going to keep rinsing and repeating and I'll get to the end of the year and nothing will have changed. So that focus is really about moving outside of feeling and into action and into an action plan. So, if you're taking notes and I'm talking too fast, the first one was get clear. Number two is get certain. Number three is get excited. Number four, get focused. And number five is get committed. Now that you're clear about where you've been and you have certainty about your ability to make your goals and dreams real, it's time to decide where you want to go. In the sense of being committed, tell yourself that I will not waver from this path regardless of what people say, regardless of the slings and arrows that are tossed at me. I am committed to this. I often say that we need to make a covenant with our goals and our dreams that we will not break, that we can't break because it becomes so much part of our DNA and our bloodline not to do it would kill us more than to do it. But so often we begin a goal and we get committed and we sort of like line up and show up and we start and then all of a sudden some little thing, little thing, little thing, little thing bounces us off track and we're like, oh, well I'll be back next week and then you get back and then the little thing becomes another little thing and pretty soon two or three little things pile up on top of each other and you toss it out the door. Really? Really? Is that all you're worth? Is that what you really want for your life? Little things taking you out of your highest and best? In order to live a life of success, you've got to be committed at such a high level that people know not to dare to ask you not to do what you're doing. You know, certain people know, like, oh, don't ask Eric. You know him. He's not going to back down from that. He's going to stay to it. My family knows that there are certain things that are part of my routine, part of my practice, part of my daily habits, that they don't even schedule things into that time block because of my level of commitment. Now, not to be disrespectful to my family and, you know, when needed, show up. But what I've learned is when you slip a little, you slip a lot. I guard against slipping a little because I don't want to open the door for slipping a lot. And so make sure you're fully committed. If you can't fully commit, then look at the goal. Look at the dream. Look at the mission and the vision statements. Okay, where can I either change something to raise my commitment? Or how can I modify this goal so that I can be at a higher level of commitment to success and achieving it? You know, so often I'll hear people set these big, huge, audacious, major goals. And I love it. I love it. But then I'll say, well, historically, how, how successful have you been at something like this? And they'll laugh and like they haven't even earned the right to speak of such a goal, let alone chase it. Actually, one of the practices that I sometimes do with my, my clients when we begin to set a goal, and it might be something you want to try, is write the goal down. Just write it down on a sheet of paper, in a notebook, whatever you want to do. And instead of going after the goal for January 1st, Sit down and read the goal every day at the same time for seven days. And if you can't make it through that seven days, or if you begin to alter the time or your commitment to doing it, then that goal isn't calling you forward. That goal isn't burning into you. That goal isn't exciting you. Write the goal again. Rewrite the goal. Modify the goal. Get clearer on the goal. Then go back and try and read it for seven days at the same time. And when you successfully have read the goal, seven days and seven, you know, at 7 a.m. if that's what it is, and you're still excited about doing it on the eighth day, then that's the goal that you need to pull you into the new year and pull you into your success. That's the goal that you should chase and hunt. But so often I'll hear somebody say, oh, my goal is to lose 15 pounds. I'm like, that doesn't sound very exciting how about to gain mobility to spend time with my grandchildren or to be able to, how can you make the goal exciting that reading it every day for seven days at 7am fires you up? Those are the clarity kind of goals that will help you. And so number six is once is get momentum. Sorry about that. Uh, Once you've directed your focus on, on what you want most from life, It's time to get directed. This is the true commitment of your goals. This is where the looking and knowing your why, your must-haves, it's the thing that really energizes you in. It's the momentum getter or creator. So when I listen to goals and talk about goals and develop goals with people, we always talk about that big why, You know, and sometimes we come to the easy answer quickly. Like, oh, uh, I want to raise or earn $50,000 for my business this year. And I'll say, so why do you want to do that? So I can pay off debt. And I I immediately understand what they're saying. But is that really why you want to earn $50,000? And after a few questions and a little bit of coaching and pause and waiting, They'll say, well, I'm I'm just really scared at night having all that debt. Ah. So what would life feel like? Remember, get excited. What would life feel like if you didn't have that debt? What would be different in your day? How would you respond to people and opportunities differently if you didn't have that $50,000? And all of a sudden, you can just hear this deep breath, and they'll be like, oh my gosh, if we didn't have this debt, I would feel so much freer. Our relationship would be so much stronger. My health would improve. Ah, so is the goal to raise $50,000 or to remove the stress of debt or to create freedom and flexibility in my choices by not having to first be obligated to debt. You hear the difference? That's where the momentum comes in. That's where... We begin to feel the fire begin to burn inside of us. And number seven on this is, is about getting smart. Now, we've all heard smart goals, you know, the specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-framed. Make sure your goals are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and have a time frame or a due date. And once you're complete, take that one step further. Go for result-focused, purpose driven, massive action plan. Create a result-focused, purpose-driven, massive action plan or an RPM. So you have your SMART goal and you know what your goal is and you know when you want to achieve it and you know that you can achieve it and that you know you can track it. But now let's get a a, a results-focused, purpose-driven, massive action plan. And so much of what I do during coaching is setting up those action plans, creating those, those purpose-driven actions that focus in on the things that need to be done in a way that will move you further, faster into your dream. So some ideas is creating that is ensure your one-year goals are absolutely must be achieved in one year. Don't set a goal that by 2000 and, in 2019 I would like to have this, no, by the end of 2019, I must have done this. Take your one-year goal and break it down to three and six months increments and set the same demands. By the end of three months, I need to be here. By the end of six months, I need to achieve this. By the end of nine months, I need to be here. And then prioritize your goals in order that you want to achieve them. Sometimes we start out with so many goals, we can't figure out where to start, so we don't start. And what I'm encouraging you to do is you don't have to do them all at once. When you develop the discipline and focus and achievement in one area, it can echo across. So find that goal that you can actually begin to work on and have some success in. And then begin to incorporate your, action, your, mass, uh, your massive action plan into your daily schedule. write it out as part of who you are instead of just having a meeting with Bob and meeting with Frank and a uh, phone call with Sally or whatever it is really what I'm sorry what is my purpose today with this phone call to this person? How is this action of talking to Bob or Frank or you know whatever going to actually drive me into my smart goal Don't fill your calendar with names. Fill your calendar with actions that are purpose-driven and know what the focus is or the results that you want out of it. I'll meet with clients and they'll say, I have a phone call today at 3 o'clock with so-and-so. And I'll say, great, what's, what's, what's the focus of the call? What is the result that you want from the call? And they're like, well, I'm calling to see if they're considering. No, I am calling because I want to land the account I want to grow my business by 10% and acquiring this client, this, this opportunity will do that for me. Make sure that everything that is in your calendar has a purpose and that you know what the results you're going to seek from that 30-minute, 45-minute time block are. And then make sure you commit to your schedule. Don't just wander through the day. Have targets throughout the day. When I look at my calendar, it's like, okay, clear that hurdle. Now on to the next one. So what am I doing for the next 30 minutes? What, do I, what is the reason that I'm doing this for the next 30 minutes? What do I want the outcome of this to be for the next 30 minutes? At the end of this 30-minute block, what do I want to have achieved and why is that important to my bigger overriding SMART goal? And make sure you're tracking it in the day timer and the scheduler or a journal. Make sure you're tracking it and tracking it daily. Even if you have nothing to report, write down, I have nothing to report. It is taking longer than I want. I'm only 25% through the project, the weight loss, the book, the job, whatever it is in front of you. And then the bigger piece, and maybe it's the fun part, is celebrate. So remember to, to congratulate yourself for achieving this three-month, six-month, nine-month goal. Take time out to sit back and say, I began here. And because I was able to get clear, get certain, get excited, get focused, get committed, get momentum, and set up a smart and get a smart goal, and then implement my results, purpose, and massive action plan, I've achieved this. And then celebrate that. Dance. Do the happy dance. You don't want to be in my office during one of my happy dances. People look and laugh but it's okay. It's my happy dance. It's my success. I'm living my life of success for me, not for the audience that's watching it. I'm driven internally to become my bigger, better self. And that's what I want for you. So again, remember, get clear, get certain, get excited, get focused, get committed, get momentum, get your SMART goals, supported by your uh, RPM, your results, purpose-driven, massive action plan and begin to live your life of success. It is totally achievable. Let this year, 2019, be the year where you achieve your goals, you live your goals, you experience your goals. You don't want to be keep rolling these over for the next three to five years. No, you want to go bigger, better, higher places. And if I can help you achieve that, reach out and talk to me. I often work with many clients on what I call my 90-day jump start to success, where we get together for 90 days and we have weekly coaching calls and we go through this process and we go through these strategies in order to get them launched into their bigger, better, higher self. I do it with teams as well, if that's something that's interesting to you. But let me know. I'm here to be of service to you. and If you need a little extra oomph, a little extra kick in your day, a little Extra Success Mindset, join me over on Facebook every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. We do this thing called Success Life Live where we have lessons like this and thoughts like this and conversations like this live each and every day because I know that if we can think into it to start our day, the end of our day looks a whole lot better. So until we get a chance to get together again, I so appreciate you taking time to like, share, comment, Whatever it is you do through social media when you hear something like this, please leave me a comment or a feedback. It's really important to me because I want to make sure I'm connecting to you and being of service to you and giving to you at the highest and best level possible. And to do that, I need to hear from you. So take a moment and do that for me if you would. And again, my name is Eric Reed. I'm a coach. And this is Success Life Live. You can find us here as well as on YouTube and on Facebook and through the podcast and the website. So if you should need me, please take a moment and reach out. And until we get together again, go out and live your life with success. It is yours to be had and you are fully worthy. Thank you for being a part of Success Life Live. If you enjoyed today's show, remember to subscribe and follow to stay up to date on new releases. And to find out about upcoming teaching and events, head over to ericgreed.com. Till next time, go out and live your life of success.